Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to podcast 70. Number 70. I swear I should start um, making these into series or something. So you can imagine podcast 7085. Um, (laughs) It's the professional in me, guys. It's the professional in me. Um, So today isn't going to be about tough love. It's not going to be about pulling yourself out of pits. It's just going to be an... uh, a podcast where basically I just speak my opinion on training and mistakes I see happen daily and how actually it can be quite simple. Um, it can actually be quite easy to change your body with training, dare I say it. But most people are looking for something um, that perhaps isn't realistic or they're doing just what they love and therefore... They might be enjoying it, but their body's not getting any results. Um, So I'm just going to talk about this today. And so I'm going to get flying in with just, um, and just to remind you all that this is my opinion, okay? Like when you look on Instagram, there may be other people that have a completely different opinion to me. That is absolutely fine. That is their stuff, their thing. That is what they've learned along the way and, you know, maybe what works for them. But this is going to be what works for me and has worked for me with myself, my clients, my members over the past 20 years. What I have learned, what I've experienced and pretty much what I've learned through myself as well because I am a woman. Um, I have been through all the stuff that... um, a woman goes through with their body. Generally, I've had a terrible relationship with my body. Um, I've been incredibly thin. Um, I've been overweight. I have had two babies. Um, I've, you know, gone through all this stuff. So, um, the training mistakes that I see daily, like, and especially at the moment, I'm seeing so many mistakes being made at the moment where, you know, People were locked in a house for a long time. They were locked away in lockdown for a long time. There was different training videos being thrown at them left, right and centre on a daily basis. Because of lockdown, all of all personal trainers, um, people that weren't personal trainers that, but knew they could make a quick buck, um, all of these people, they're firing picture, uh, videos everywhere. YouTube, Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives. You could join a workout wherever you wanted to. So the biggest training mistake I see is a lack of structure, lack of doing something that means something. Like I see women just doing what they want. I'm going to go on YouTube and pick a workout that I fancy today. 
Um, I'm going to make up an exercise program of exercises that I love. Um, or I am going to go to the gym and just join an aerobics class. Or I'm going to go to the gym and join bloody body pump or something, you know, like there's no structure, routine, there's no um, following something for progression, there's no following something to move on to the next stage, like I just see people dabbling in exercise, like I don't want to be in the house training anymore, so I'm going to go to the gym and make up my own program, like yes, of course, it's always better that somebody is exercising rather than not, of course, but I do not agree with something is better than nothing, I don't agree with it, and You know, you see people on Instagram, big fitness influencers on Instagram saying like, stop doing exercise that you hate um, because uh, do exercise that you love because it will all change your body. I think that's bullshit. I really do. And I actually believe, I really believe that if we started doing more of the stuff that we perhaps don't like, we would see more progression in what we are doing. I actively do things that I don't like now. Like, I don't particularly like doing... Okay, I love exercise, so it's really difficult for me to say this, but there are certain exercises that are not my preference. So I prioritise them, and I make sure I put them in my programmes because... You know, these ones that we don't like, generally we don't like them because we're not very good at them. And because we're not very good at them, it doesn't mean we don't do them. I believe we should do them more so that we do get good at them. Because by getting good at them, we are going to progress in unmeasurable measures. Like uh, thrusters. I don't particularly like thrusters very much, but I do them actively a lot because, you know, I need to get better at them. And if we focus more on the stuff that we couldn't do, um, we're going to see more progress all round. So a big training mistake that I see is people only doing what they like. Like, that's like only doing the parenting that we like. Like, oh, I'm not going to do that discipline stuff because I don't really like that. Um, we know in the long run, that's not going to get us anywhere and we're going to have really misbehaved children. Um, it's like going to work and saying, yeah, I'm not going to go to that meeting today or that one because I really don't like, um, those subjects. I'm just going to go in my office and do the stuff that I love, which is doing this, this, and this. Like it, it doesn't, it's not going to work and that's not life, but I see people doing it on a daily basis. I'm just going to do what I like. I'm just going to go and do a bounce rebound class because it's what I like. Come on, everybody. Is jumping on a trampoline going to build lean muscle, protect your joints, protect you from arthritis in later age? Is it going to burn fat and build muscle so that you feel incredible about your body? Absolutely bloody not. So, you know, it might be something that you love, but then strip that back and ask yourself what you're doing it for. And if it's to change your body, then you're just wasting your time. I'm sorry if that sounds really harsh, but it's the truth. It's like aerobics classes, step classes, body pump, body uh, boxing, what's it called? Body combat, body, all these 
classes that people take themselves do to and do like 10 a week of these classes and then wonder why their body hasn't changed at all and some of you are like oh their body must change doing 10 hours of exercise a week you would be so surprised how many women I used to see going into classes doing them 10 hours a week and not changing their body in the slightest not at all because it doesn't do that. It, like, that is not what it does. It's just fun time, right? And yeah, maybe if you are really overweight and you need to lose weight, movement is going to help you do that. But when it gets to the nitty gritty, you know, when you really want to see change in your body, when you want to see shape, you want to see your waist come in. You want to see little muscles, tiny little muscles appear in your shoulders and your arms. You want to have those lovely toned arms and legs and bum and hips and tummy muscles. Like you're not going to get that from throwing yourself around an aerobic studio for 10 hours a week. It's just not going to happen. You may get a minority of, of women that may get results doing that. But in my very experienced experience it doesn't happy happen for the majority it has to be more specific than that and actually that's a big mistake that I see is people just don't get specific enough about their training um, they don't follow a program they don't follow programs that then move on they follow the same program for five years and then wonder why they're not getting any results they're not getting any fitter they're not getting any stronger they're not changing their body they wonder why, and it's because they've done the same bloody thing for five years. Go in the gym, warm up on the treadmill, go to a machine, do three sets of 15, move to the next one, do three sets of 10, move to the next one, do three sets of 15, blah 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 make sure I do upper body, lower body, chest, back, split my body parts, blah blah on the machines, and they do that for five years. And then they wonder why nothing ever changes. So being specific, like follow a program, employ someone to help you with this stuff so that when you go into the gym or you work out at home, which I highly recommend, by the way, if you're a busy woman, make sure all you have to do is do what you're told to do. So say, right, this is my program. This is what I've got to do. Now, of course, I get members messaging me saying, I hate this month's program. Month nine is the worst. I don't enjoy it. And I'm like, excellent. Put all of your effort into this program because it's going to make you incredible for month 10, where you're going to love it and be so much stronger in areas that you need to be stronger to make this program worthwhile. So there's always method to my madness when I'm writing programs. Like I'm sure, um, from the outside, program design is seen as such a nothing thing. Um, but I think it's like a superpower. I think it's a skill. Um, anyone um, in the fitness industry, I would hope, would agree with me on this one. But program design is a big thing. And I spent a lot of years mastering this skill and becoming an expert in this skill. Like how we do things with what exercises go together, how many repetitions, how fast you do them, um, the rest periods you have in between, it really matters. 
it really matters. And like different exercises coupled with other exercises gets the ultimate result in what you're trying to get from that program. So program design is bloody special. It's a real tool that a personal trainer needs to have. It's like one of the number one tools actually, I believe, because you have to be able to write programs that are going to get big bang for your buck. Like I can't bear, and this is part of why I would never go into a commercial gym ever again, because it just grates on my nerves. I can't bear it. I can't bear watching a woman on the cross trainer for an hour at the gym. Like I can't bear that. I'm like, that hour she has just wasted of her life. Her heart may have got a little bit stronger. She may have burnt a few calories, but in the grand scheme of things, she could have been doing something much more productive. Like I can't bear watching people waste their time dancing in a Zumba class. I can't bear it. Like see it as fun. See it as something that makes you feel good. See it as something that you burn a few extra calories and you know, you get to release endorphins and, and have a nice time. But if you want to change your body, if you visually want to look different, then you have to get more specific than that. You have to. And does it mean you have to give up this other stuff? Of course not. If it's something that you are passionate about and you love it, then keep doing it. But around it has to be the stuff that's going to make a difference. Because, you know, most people I meet nowadays are time poor. They haven't got a lot of time. They're constantly saying they can't exercise because they have no time. This is like one of the biggest things I hear, which I hate. It's one of my biggest pet hates um, because we all have time. Like a good program that's 10 minutes long can give you way more than going to the gym for an hour and a half. And I am absolutely telling you that 10 minutes of exercise that's structured, written by a professional that is going to get big bang for your buck is more beneficial than driving to the gym for 15 minutes, walking in, not really knowing what to do. So you just make up your own shit, walk around, do a few bits of this, few bits of that, um, 15 minutes to drive home, an hour and a half of your time, that 10 minutes of structure is going to be way better than doing that. So yeah, I watch people waste their time all the time. Do you know, I, and I've spoke about someone before where I used to watch her come in. She used to run on the treadmill for 50 minutes and then go home. She did that probably for 12 years, the whole 12 years, 13 years that I was working in a gym. She did that for that long. And you couldn't tell her otherwise because it was definitely what worked for her, but she didn't change one bit in those 13 years. And maybe she used it just purely for a mindset thing. It made her feel good. Um, It changed the way she acted on her day, all of that. Fine. But she was constantly moaning that her body wouldn't change constantly moaning that she did all this work five days a week in the gym, 50 minutes on the treadmill, five days a week. She was doing all this work, but her body wasn't changing. And it's just not simple like that. That's not how it works. And something is better than nothing is definitely not my opinion. And I did see something yesterday on social media where someone was basically like ripping taking the piss basically out of someone that was doing exercises they hated and was like why don't you just do what you love um, and you'll get better results like yes you may be happier doing it 
But nine times out of 10, like women are scared to lift weights, I find. There is this stigma that you're going to build this huge muscle and there's this stigma that you're you're not going to burn enough fat doing it. And because then you do the resistance training and you don't sweat like an absolute, um, you know, sumo wrestler in a sauna, like because you don't do that, then of course it's not doing the job. It's not doing the work. So, you know, like, I don't agree that something is better than nothing. I don't agree that we should always just be doing what we love. I don't agree with it. And, um, you know, this is my podcast, so I can speak completely how I feel. But there is a lot of information out there that is telling you that one exercise is better than the other. And um, that if you start doing 10 minute hit programs every morning, it's going to be the secret to all of your um, all of everything you've been trying to achieve over the years, which is obviously bullshit as well. Um, you know, we have to get structured. We have to think about what we're doing. There's elements of training that for me, this is how I write my programs, like functional movement. Functional movement is what we would have done as cave people back in the day. We would have used our gait. So walking, walking is amazing. Um, we would have twisted to pick things up. Therefore, make sure there are twisting movements in these programs. We would have pulled things. So make sure there's pull exercises. We would have pushed things out of the way. So make sure you're building strength in push. We would have bent. So we would have done a lot of bending action to pick things up off the floor, to throw them around, all that stuff. So make sure there's bending actions in these programs. We would have squatted to... Um, light fires, we'd have squatted to cut things up, we'd have squatted to get comfortable, believe it or not. So make sure there's squats in the program. We would have lunged, because we would have, we would have lunged to pick something up, lunged to catch something, all these things. So how I write my programs is around functional movement. And if we are incorporating functional movement into our programs, then we're going to get optimal results from that. Not only are we going to create a really strong, stable unit? We're also going to protect our joints from, you know, later in life, arthritis, osteoporosis, all these things. Longevity, like we're going to create longevity in our bodies, which is what we want. And we're also going to burn fat because we're going to get every muscle group that should be working in our body working so that when we... Uh, make movements in everyday life the muscles that are meant to work work which means you're going to be burning fat all the time so how I write my programs is for me is in quite a basic way when other people watch me write programs um probably not because but I've spent a lot of time on program design and how I write programs and why I write them and what they're going to do and how we progress to the next when I was writing my programs for my membership site it took me I can't tell you how long it took me to write the programs on there, to periodize them properly. And now I'm kind of writing programs 36, 37. So a lot, a lot later on in the program, I can just start hammering those functional movements because when people get to that stage, we can just start really pushing um, that functional movement. So when you look at me, like I follow programs week in, week out. There are big fundamentals that I make sure I get into my training life. Do I enjoy every program? 
absolutely not. Some programs I have to force myself to do. That is life. So like people say, oh no, but you have a choice. You could just do things that you love. You can, if you want to stay in the same place that you are, or you can push yourself and do some of the things that you hate. Get good at the things that you don't like so you can get even better at things that you really don't like. So that is my opinion on training. People are too easy on themselves as well. Like they don't go hard enough. They don't push themselves enough. Like they've got this program in front of them and they dilly dally around it. And you know, they don't pay attention to the rest periods. They don't think this is a little bit light. I could probably go a bit heavier. Like people love sitting in their comfort zones. They love sitting comfortably in an area that feels good. Like I get it. Like sometimes I want to sit in that space as well. But I know sitting in that comfort zone is never going to change me. It's never going to change my body, my fitness, my strength. It's not going to change me. So when I question myself and say, well, what is it that is going to change you? And that is pushing myself to do the things I don't particularly like. Pushing myself to go harder. Like if you found that okay, then go a little bit harder next time. Like it's pushing yourself to that next step, that next limit. And also with training, if you want longevity, i.e. you don't want to be injured all the time, then you have to think about what you are doing. I saw so many people in lockdowns and now, to be honest, with horrendous plantar fasciitis because they did so many HIIT workouts. I love you, Joe Wicks, but oh my God, you have lined the pockets of chiropractors, osteopaths, and physios with plantar fasciitis. So um, like, do we want to stay injury free? Because if we do, then there's other stuff that comes into play here. Like if you are doing high intensity workouts on a daily basis off of of YouTube, you have to expect that you're going to probably get injured. You're not building any muscle. So therefore you're not building strength around your joints. And then you're hammering yourself with HIIT workouts. You're not doing any mobilizations. You're not getting any of that expert advice at how to strengthen your core if you've just had a baby. You're not getting any expert advice on, you know, if you've had an operation or another injury, how to move forward with that. Like the main aim of this podcast is to absolutely um, ask you to be specific with your training. Don't just grab hit workouts off of Joe Wicks and off of YouTube. Don't just grab um, a class here and there that you can make at the gym, whether it be a aerobics class or a body pump class. Like, think about progression. Think about how you're going to get better. Think about what is going to be the best for your body in the time that you have. And if you are time poor, please invest in something that is going to tell you what to do and when to do it because it is a no-brainer to me like my members on my site you know 34.99 a month which is so much cheaper than a gym membership like so much more value than a gym membership where you just walk in and you don't know what you're doing like be smart about what you do follow a program have an expert that you can turn to and say look I've got this little niggle how do I get rid of this or 
this is an area that doesn't feel very strong to me. What can I do about it? Like have someone in your life that you can turn to and you can ask for help. It is priceless for me and I've done it all my life, all of my career. I have had someone in my life that I can go to and go, right, this is what's happening. What can I do? Someone that's been doing it longer than me, has more experience than me, has done it themselves, you know? So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't think that you could do it by yourself. I have so many say, oh, I should be able to do it myself. I've got this amazing 90 pound a month gym that I go to. I should be able to do it myself. Hmm. Yeah, of course, if you know what to do when you're in there. And gyms are not like they used to be. Most of them are unmanned nowadays. Like there's a panic button and you know, you go to the gym and you do your own thing. You're you're meant to know because you go on Google and you get a program. Like be more specific than that than that if you want more specific goals because I assure you that if you go to a gym for 3 months and you get no results, guess what? You're going to cancel that gym membership because you're like, well, this isn't working for me. So off I go. Or you may pursue it for a whole year and, you know, have slung like 900 pounds down the drain to get no results. So be smart about where you're putting your money, how you're investing in your health and what you're doing to get better. Staying the same is no good. Staying stuck in the same place is no good. We want to keep moving forward. So keep striving for that. Ask the questions, find the expert to help you and stop dilly-dallying around with exercise, wasting your time, which is so precious nowadays, doing stuff that is not going to move you forward. So I hope this podcast has helped today. It has very much been an opinion-based podcast. Um, And just remember, these are my opinions and other people may feel differently. I don't really care. These are my opinions. Um, So I hope they've helped you. I hope they've given you clarity on exercise and why you should, if you're paying £90 a month on a gym membership, why there's no value in that. Go and spend that money on somebody else that can help you get structure and routine and tell you what you need to do and when. I hope this has helped today. If anyone's listening to this and they're like, oh God, I need the help, reach out to me. You can find me over on my website, www.vickypt.com or over on Facebook, Instagram. Send me a message. Let's chat. Let's make a plan. Um, And if you're already in my programs, I hope this has given you a little bit of an insight into how I write programs and why I write them the way I do. If there's any questions, let me know. But until next time, I'll catch you soon.